Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Reagan Genschieski. And I'm Ryan Sellers, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger Sports. We have a guest in the studio today, an extra special guest, basketball superstar Pat Cartier. But first, this past week, the men's basketball team had a strong showing, winning both games against Ohio Dominican and Cedarville by scores of 76-59 to and 85-71, to respectively. These victories are due in part to our guest, who scored a combined 46 points over both games while also contributing 19 points and 7 assists. On January 27th, the women's basketball team defeated Ohio Dominican 64-42. Grace Touche led the team with 17 points, with Carly Callahan close behind with 14 points. Sydney Mills had a team high of 18 rebounds. Two days later, the women's team fell to Cedarville 71-65. Grace Touche led the way for the Chargers with 21 points and 7 rebounds on 9 of 17 shooting, and junior Sydney Mills added 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists. And coming up next week, the women's basketball team will take on Finley on Wednesday for a 5.30 tip-off. The track teams will be competing over the Midwest in a series of invites throughout the weekend. The men's tennis team will face Lawrence Tech on Friday, and both basketball teams will then travel to Finley on Saturday for a 1 and 3 o'clock game. So, like I mentioned before, we have basketball superstar Pat Cartier in the studio. Pat, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Good. We were just actually talking. I think this is your third time on the show. Yes. Yeah. Recurring guest, I guess you could say. (laughs) Beats my co-host with the amount of times. Yeah. Actually been on here one more time than I have. (laughs) So, we're excited to have Pat in the studio today. Pat. You guys are having a pretty good season. You're tied for second, correct? E- yes. Yeah, I think we're in like a three-way tie for second right now, okay. I believe. Yeah. A three-way tie for second. You're also having, naturally, I, as I would expect, a great season. Um, you just seem to be getting better and better. Why don't you just take me through a recap of kind of how the team's looking this season and how things have been going? Yeah, I mean, we got off to a pretty strong start, I would say, in our non-conference season. Then kind of around the holidays, we were struggling a little bit. We were kind of inconsistent. We had a couple games at home that we struggled, but I think we're hopefully really finding our groove right now. I think we're on like a four or so game win streak. So just looking to keep that going. And I think we can uh, we control our own destiny here uh, going forward with the rest of the conference games. So hopefully we can uh, finish, finish the conference season out well. And, and you were an All-American last year. Um, you hit 1,000 points this year I just want to know what else is there to achieve um what what are you aiming for now I think um kind of sounds a little cliche but just trying to take uh the season one game at a time and stay as present as you can I think you kind of fall in trouble if you start looking ahead and at awards and things like that and um start either reflecting on things you've done or looking forward to the future uh I think staying present is the best thing you can do um now reflecting on the past uh I think uh, we've come up short in the GMAC tourney in the last couple of years. So um, just looking to keep improving game by game and hopefully get hot at the right time for the end of the year and then uh, carry some momentum hopefully in the national tournament and make some noise. And I know that the teams are all pretty good this year, mm-hmm. but is there a team in particular that you you see maybe as the biggest competition for the season? Yeah, I like you said, a lot of the GMAC teams returned like most of their players just with the COVID redshirt and everything. A lot of, a lot of guys came back, so... A lot of familiar faces for sure. I think right now the team that knocked us out last year, um, Malone is super, super talented, and they're in first right now. But 
I mean, other teams that are tied with right now, obviously Finley, our rivals are always really tough. Uh, Walsh um, beat us earlier this year. And then Ashland is a new team to the conference, also beat us this year. So hopefully looking to get some revenge on those guys this, uh, the second half of the conference season. But, yeah, those are definitely some of our contenders, I would say. Uh, and I know for football, we get sort of a whole week to prepare for our games, whereas you guys mm-hmm. you guys kind of have a quick turnaround. So right. is there anything you've incorporated to just sort of make sure you stay in like a flow while you're going in between games pretty quickly and, and staying prepared? Yeah, I'm honestly, our coaches this year have done an amazing job of getting us uh, giving us a great scout, I think. That's a huge advantage we have is our assistant coaches do a lot of film work and everything. So I think there's been, there's been games where I think we know the other team's plays uh, better than they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, just trusting our preparation. Uh, normally our weekly schedule is Monday we focus on Saturday's opponent and then Tuesday, Wednesday on Thursday's opponent and then Friday obviously on Saturday's opponent. So um, just staying with the routine uh, in regards to that and, yeah, trusting the process, I guess. So I do, we're talking to Pat Cartier on Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Something I've heard from people a lot in the stands, um, I've even sat behind your parents, so they've probably, <laughs> or, or in, front of my, in front of your parents, they've probably heard us talking about it a little bit. You got a haircut. I did, yeah. <laughs> what led to this decision, kind of because I, I the, the people were saying, the students, you know, we came back from break and all of a sudden your your hair changed. What kind of led to this haircut? The yeah, people want to know. I honestly, there wasn't any like big reason. I just like had long hair and it been kind of annoying and like, uh, um, it's, it just gets annoying. Like sometimes having long hair and having to like deal with it and stuff. So I, I really, I buzzed it. Uh, my, my teammate, Yasin Yerian, shout out to him. He's uh, kind of the team barber for some of the guys. Um, and he, yeah, buzzed my head. And it was really nice at first, really comfortable, but now I'm kind of in this weird tweener phase mm-hmm. where it's like not like obviously not like totally buzz and it just, it, I don't think it looks great, honestly. But uh, So yeah, I mean, it, there was no like real inspiration. I was just like, eh, might as well. And I'm not going to, probably the one time that you could do it is in college. So I probably won't do it again, but. And you yeah. trust Austin to cut I know. your hair. Let's I know. think about this for a second. There, we were doing it in front of a mirror. So I was like, I was watching just to make sure he wasn't making any yeah well <laughs> i mean even what were you gonna do if he messes up <laughs> yeah exactly stop true, true. you should well i was that. getting a buzz so i could have just gone full full uh bald but <laughs> no yeah luckily it, it turned out i think kind of well oh uh, well i think a, a big thing a lot of the football guys do is you'll see us do mustaches and stuff mm-hmm. for the end of our fall camp uh <laughs> have you guys ever thought of experimenting with your facial hair well me personally i don't know you got uh, this is about a week's worth of uh I've grown it out, nothing special at all. Uh, my dad blessed me with zero ability to grow <laughs> facial hair, so not for me. But uh, some of the guys in the team can get some beards going. Like Austin can grow a decent beard, and some other guys. But I think that's out, out, not in the cards for me, unfortunately. <laughs> that's tough. I think if you look at a guy like uh, like Matt Harding, his mustache by the end of the year was, I mean, he looked like Super Mario, you know. So I think that can really contribute to to your performance on the court. That's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could get like a stick on one. Have yeah, you ever thought about true. that? Yeah. Valid. Or I could just Valid. do a little pedo stash and that would be, probably wouldn't look great, but. <laughs> you you could dye it. You could dye it black. Yeah, that's Ooh, true. <laughs> what if you dyed your hair? Uh, I don't know. He's like, I'll no, s- I'm never coming on the show I think again. the buzz was the good enough sh- uh, switch up for me, so. <laughs> 
kind of switching gears here, uh, Pat, talking a little bit, just maybe going back to the beginning. I like to throw this in at any opportunity that I can, but Pat and I were in the same orientation group when we came yes, we to Hillsdale. You took a red shirt. Yes. Um, and that was kind of interesting. It's a whole year of just watching the team play, not playing with those guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think that prepared you uh, for college basketball? I mean, yeah, for sure. It definitely humbles you. I, I tell like our younger guys every year that <clears throat> a lot of them like obviously end up redshirting. It's like it was like the hardest year of my life, honestly. It's like because you go from being like obviously like everyone on the team was like this, the star, or the number two guy on their high school team, to being redshirt and not like. I guess mattering as much to the team it like mm-hmm. felt like as at the time but I mean reflecting on it it was obviously the right move for me at the time um and super happy I did it and we had guys ahead of me that it wouldn't really have been worth it um so I'm definitely super grateful for that that year I had just to develop as a player and uh see get uh, learn the habits of the older guys and uh like like learn from the coaches and my teammates and everything so looking back on it, it was obviously the right decision but in the time it was super super hard for sure did you have so? Did you come in knowing that you were going to take this red shirt, or did Coach Thart maybe sit you down and say, "I think this is the best move for you"? It was more the the option number two that you said. Uh, Coach Tharp <laughs> kind of sent me down. Um, yeah, I mean, no one, I guess, like I said, no one wants a red shirt. Everyone wants to play right away, but sometimes you just got to make the right decision. And I think I did that. So, and I think another super valuable thing that comes from from red shirting is just sort of maturing physically as well. Exactly. I think, you know, if you look at a high school kid who starts playing sports as a 14-year-old playing varsity as the one he finishes he's an 18-year-old. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's sort of the same thing. You come in as a as an 18-year-old here and you're graduating as a 22, 23-year-old. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, that's huge. No, for sure. I I know I was I was not super into lifting in high school a little bit, but when I got here I um I don't know if you, you guys had Coach Giff, so uh, yeah. <laughs> so he did a really good job putting muscle on. I think I put on like 10 or 15 pounds of muscle like my first semester, which was huge for me physically, yeah, for sure. Do you think, um, I guess this is, I've heard that the football team would get yelled at and like things were thrown in their lips. Giff <laughs> loved the softball team. Most strength, to, uh, strength coaches do, but... Uh, was that the same experience for you guys? Was he as hard as yeah? Um, no, you guys? for sure, for sure. Uh, we, I, you guys, probably had like the corner of shame or something like that. I can't uh, totally yeah. remember. Uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything that's said about Coach Gifts' happenings with the football team. Well, okay, can I at least al- have one of you elaborate on what's the corner of shame? Um, just sort of any kid that was doing any motion or movement wrong or was was maybe a little late, uh, they would just have to stand in the corner. Yeah, my uh, freshman year roommate, still my roommate, and also in our orientation group, Jack Oak, he was the victim yes. of the corner of shame a couple times. And also just like I remember one time we were, I was doing like a, we were doing hand clean maxes, and you know how Giff would come and just slap your back or yeah. slap your chest? I was not expecting it, and he slapped me on the back, <gasps> and I just dropped the weight right away. No. Gave me a nice five star. That that was a waste of a rep. His, yeah. his, his slaps would put on at least ten pounds yeah. to your max. And oh my gosh. another good coach gift story is one of my friends, one of my roommates now, was was late to a lift and mm-hmm. he had to plow the snow off the field using a forty five pound plate. No pushing oh, wow. it. Oh Old my god! And then after that, had to uh, had to redo the lift that he had he had slept through. Oh wow! The NCAA is listening. Well, actually, <laughs> I have a I have a gift story, guy. and then a, this episode will get flagged, and like gifts <laughs> gonna get hunted down. My first lift as a college athlete, one of my teammates who lived off campus, about two miles off campus, didn't wake up. So gifts like, hmm, instead of doing, remember when we did like those weird things where we like scratch our body? Did you oh, run to their house? Gosh. We ran two miles. Yeah. Knew it. My coach, who's brand new, was a former cop, 
breaks out his little cop knock or whatever wakes up her roommates who aren't softball players and they're like what is going on <laughs> and then she comes out and we ran back that was lift for the day but it was it was definitely traumatizing i would fun to sure. look back on but not fun at the time i'm sure yeah <laughs> i think i enjoy our lifts now do you think have you seen um a change maybe or do you encourage the younger guys in a way you know knowing how your red shirt affected you, how strength training affected you to kind of put in that extra work to stay positive. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that coach Tharp does a good job of touching on every year. Obviously we have, we have 15 guys on the team. Obviously you can only have five guys on the court at a time. So everyone, you just got to keep working hard, keep grinding. And obviously sounds cliche, but just uh, keep with the process and your time's coming. You look at a guy like Jack Golke, who, um, like last couple years, maybe thought he should have been getting some minutes, but hadn't really been getting the playing time he wanted. And now this year he's having a really good year because he's just kept his head down, kept working, and uh, kept trusting in uh, the team and the coaches and everything, and it's paid off for him. So, yeah, he's a great example of that that whole uh, red shirt and keep working and everything. So, yeah. And I'll pose you this question, Pat. Um, you tend to be double, triple, maybe quadruple teamed a lot. So let's say you have the ball, you're down by two, you can't take the shot while we would love you to because um, you're just being attacked. Who are you passing the ball to with you know seconds remaining on the clock to make that, that shot? Oh, man, Reagan, you're really putting me on the spot. Uh. It's what I do, Pat. <laughs> it's what I do. I would say whoever's open. That's my response to that. So I don't have to so I don't get in trouble with any of the guys. <laughs> Do you care to press in there? Uh, I think you should just shoot it yourself. <laughs> yeah, or that. Or I that. always I always refer back to the Dion Waiters quote. He said something like, "I'd rather go 0 for 25 yeah, than yeah. than 0 for 5 because that yeah. means I stopped having confidence." Yeah, I love that quote. That's a great quote. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to stick with my answer though. Whoever's open. <laughs> Fair enough. Every response Pat gives is very humble and uh, selfless. Uh, talking to Pat Cartier on Charger Rundown Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I do want to get this in, even if it does make you a little bit upset. From from Wisconsin, uh, Green Bay Packers fan, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm a Steelers fan. It's okay. <laughs> We're both not in the Super Bowl, even though it hurts me to see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 45. Who remembers? <sighs> okay. Packers over Steelers for our mm-hmm. listeners. That I cried <laughs> and begged my parents not to go to school the next day. It was traumatizing because I would talk smack. But, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, he retired. There's yeah. talk the next day uh, when the Packers season ended, Aaron Rodgers in a Steelers jersey. What do you think about that, Pat? Uh, do not want to think about it. Uh, I think he's coming back. I think he's just maybe a little bit of a drama queen that likes attention. But, I, I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's obviously my favorite player in the NFL. Um, I hope he comes back. Tragic, tragic ending to the season. And to think that we could be playing the, the weak Bengals in the Super Bowl. That's laughable. <laughs> <laughs> laughable. Who day? Do you have a take on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I mean, I certainly don't want him to come to my division. Uh, he's one of the last players I would want to oh. go against, especially twice a year. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's a legend. Uh, arguably, maybe the most talented quarterback of all time. Maybe not the greatest. That's obviously TB12, but maybe the most talented. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into that, too. Did Tom Brady retire? Allegedly not. I am confused. Adam Schefter's on the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. He had some bad reporting with Aaron Rodgers last year, too. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, that's why I saw that, that maybe this is revenge, that Tom Brady kind of just, like, threw this out there, leaked it, leaked it in quotations to him, and now is going to end up playing another year. Yeah, that would be awesome. Kind of pulling a – I don't know if you guys 
remember, but Brett Favre kind of like retired like two or three times and came and came Went back. To the so. Jets, Jets legend Brett Favre. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think it would be a pretty pretty big snake move of Tom Brady to sort of steal Big Ben's thunder by retiring one day after he retired. Yeah, that bogus. is very true. I and I maybe I should be a little fired up in that way that I I did think that was a little strange. And then everyone's like, oh, they'll be in Canton together, and I'm like, what? Shouldn't it just be Ben Roethlisberger's moment in the Hall of Fame? Well, I, th- I think if they did both end up retiring, it would be Tom Brady's retirement and also Big Ben's. Yeah, <laughs> most likely. And that would hurt me. I'm a huge – I cried. I still cry sometimes over Big Ben. Uh, <laughs> talking to Pat Cartier on Charger Rundown, kind of veered off track from Hillsdale Sports to NFL. I have an opportunity to talk to these guys. I don't know as much about, I guess, NFL football as maybe you guys would. Pat, I do have a question for you. I guess I've asked you this before, but I'm curious to see if it's changed. Do you have any pregame rituals? So I honestly, like, I never really thought I did until I, like, really started paying attention to it this year. I do, do, like, the same thing, like, every game. Like, me Mm -hmm. and Peter do the same shooting from the exact same spots. Um, We do, do, like, the same stretching routine. Um... I, like, go to, like, the bathroom at, like, the same time and everything every game. But I don't really do anything, like, super weird, I would say. Um, Going but to I the definitely, bathroom at the same time. Yeah, I guess that's kind, kind of weird. That's that. kind of, not, I don't, me and Peter don't go to the bathroom at the same time. I just, yeah, I guess before the game I go to the bathroom at the same time. But yeah. What about in terms of music? Do you listen to the same songs before each game? Because that, um, that's how I am. I listen to the Star Wars Episode Four soundtrack. Oh. What? While it, while that's I'm, awesome. That's while I'm getting taped and stuff and then right before the game i'll listen to the entire god of war playstation video game the, the whole soundtrack for that game i i actually what? personally i i don't really sometimes i do country sometimes i listen to like some rap and stuff i heard uh that kobe used to listen to the the halloween theme song before his games i thought about doing that but no <laughs> I, I i just listen to whatever honestly Let's go back to what what do you listen to, Ryan? Uh, so like when I get out of my car and I'm walking up to the to the locker room, Star Wars Episode Four soundtrack, the whole thing while I'm stretching, getting taped, stuff like that, and then I'll put my pads on, then I'll put my headphones back in, and it's God of War soundtrack. That's a PlayStation video game, greatest game I've ever played. I'll listen to that whole soundtrack before I go out, and that's right before we take the field. That's awesome. The video game one, what? What does that soundtrack even sound like? Um, it's like it's like ancient Nordic throat chanting and like orchestral is. pieces. Get some in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I wish like I had the ability to pause the show, play that, and then I guess I technically could do that. But like <laughs> now that I'm saying that, interesting. Okay. Do you know any other weird pregame rituals that your team has? Um, honestly, nothing really comes to mind. Does Coach Tharp do anything strange? Well, we do we do have this cool like starting lineup announcement thing that gets pretty funny in the locker room, but I'll just keep that within house. But that's oh fun. come <laughs> on, Pat, you can't do that. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. We kind of do a similar thing. Do you know of any strange football pregame rituals? Um, I don't know about as a team, but we just sort of like everybody will just sort of get get ready in their own way. We have dudes that'll get violent and they'll just be like headbutting stuff. Oh, um, we With have their really, helmets on. Or I without hope. their helmets on. <laughs> um, we'll have dudes with, like, smelling salts and stuff like that, and that's how they get down. Uh, guys with headphones on. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary, though, at least from what I've seen. Except for the headbutting. <laughs> I mean, that, that's normal, you know. That's, that's just guys being dudes in the locker room. Football guys. I'm always outnumbered sometimes on these episodes. It's like, <laughs> girls don't do that. Uh, talking to Pat 
Cartier on Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Just some quick, maybe like quick hits, we can call them. Do you have like a best, what do you think the best kept secret of on Hillsdale College's campuses? The best kept secret? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That is a great question, Reagan. Also uh, why I have this show. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the best kept secret. I don't know. That's a, I don't, I guess now that I'm off campus, especially, I don't spend like a ton of time um kind of on on campus as much as i used to i mean i i really like grab and go i think it's a so do i i think it's a great deal and it's underrated yes it's so underrated what's your go-to meal my favorite is the chicken salad wrap personally i like the the yogurt parfaits are are also really really good so i'm really into the italian wrap i'm like addicted to. i I either do the chicken salad or the italian wrap yep that's me okay uh favorite athletic trainer i gotta go with my boy uh the uh, day trader Tyler Courtright. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we'll end with this question. This comes from Caroline Shelton. She wants to know which one of your housemates is the worst to live with and why? Um, not to throw anybody under the bus, but I have to say Jacob McGovey. Sorry, sorry, Jacob. Uh, he's just, he does, he's not great at cleaning up after himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably Gobes, I would say. Interesting. Well, he's going to listen to this tomorrow. Maybe I'll make this the promo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go for it. (laughs) Well, Pat, thank you so much for being on Charger Rundown for the third time. We might see you again, you know. I I hope we do, and good luck this rest of the season. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Thank you guys for doing this. Appreciate it. Who day?